Welcome, friends. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Promises Behavioral Health. Have negative impacts from anything in your life going on right now? Have they had an effect on you? Maybe your city just burned down, like Vacaville. Well, I shouldn't say the city burned down, but man, a lot of good people lost homes. Um, a lot of people have been displaced, evacuated. A lot of crazy, crazy things going on right now in Northern California and throughout California. And we'll get we'll get into some of that here shortly. But maybe you've been through a crisis. Maybe it's the virus. Maybe it's business closure, financial stuff. Maybe you've just been drinking or using drugs for way too long and you're exhausted like I was. Maybe it's your social life. You don't know how to socialize without it. If you're struggling through the pains of alcoholism, addiction, or a mental health disorder, now's the time to seek some help. Why not? Why not now? Why wait? Why put it off any longer? I put it off for a long time myself. I kept trying to do it on my own, finally to come to the conclusion that I had to uh, to get some help. This can be an opportunity for you. Do the same thing. Get back on track. Get back to being the real you. Let me tell you this, and I say this, uh, I feel like I've said this a lot lately. You're not alone. I remember towards the end of my own run, just feeling so alone, like that was the only one going through this right now. I was the only one who had this problem that I couldn't shake no matter what I did. And you're not, you're not alone. There's hundreds, there's thousands of others out there going through the same thing and help is available. And that's why Promises Behavioral Health is here. That's why we partner with them. Uh, I've had working relationships with some of the team at Promises for quite a few years now. They're great people. They have family. They have friends in recovery. And some of them, even if you go back to last week's episode, we had Nakia Eaton on, episode 334. She's in recovery herself. She, she shared some of her story. And uh, she works for Promises. And so you have people like Nakia there uh, and, and other members of the team there who are awesome. They get it. They've been through it themselves and they're here to help. So let me tell you how you can get some help if you need to do that. Number one, you can go to promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy. That's promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy. Uh, or you can pick up the old telephone and give it a ring. Give it a call. Give it a dial. 888-205-1890. That's 888-205-1890. 90. Tell them that you heard about them from that Sober Guy podcast and uh, ask for some help. They'll answer some questions for you. They'll get you some resources. And we appreciate them. Thank you again for partnering with us, giving us some solid resources. Let me give you some other resources as well. If you're just looking for a meeting right now, Promises has some meetings as well. You can go on their website again. That's promisesbehavioralhealth.com. They have some resources there. You can also go to thatsoberguy.com slash get help or just go to thatsoberguy.com. Click on the get help tab. There's a daily Zoom AA meeting there. It's at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern every day. Uh, I talked to Buddy... Uh, this morning, and he had mentioned that there they were it's somewhere around 70, 80 people logging in at any time during uh, during this meeting right now. So uh, it's a good meeting. It's something if you're just new and you're just trying to. I get a lot of questions lately and messages about, you know, what can I do? What do? How do I? How do I start? You know, and and a meeting is a great place to start. And obviously, hopefully, we're back in in person meetings here soon. But for right now, those aren't available in a lot of places. So we got to do what we can and that's zoom meetings. And this one is a great place to start. And there's a whole bunch of them out there. Just search them up. I mean, if you want to do that, but this one in particular is 
one that uh, that that I would recommend. Uh, so one more time, that's thatsoberguy.com slash get help, or just click on the get help tab, and it'll give you all that info on there. The meeting number, there's a password I think that you got to do one time, um, and uh, you can get logged in there. So, man, Vacaville is on fire. It's been, uh, well, it's, it's slowed down now at least. It's still smoky as shit out here. There's ash everywhere. Um, we've had some people lose their homes. People been evacuated. It's been a crazy, crazy last couple of days out here for our family and for many families out there. I'm still sober, which is great. Um, I'm so grateful that I'm able to be sober through this time. I couldn't imagine being intoxicated or dr- on drugs or trying to deal with all this stuff with not just fires. Now, the list goes down of all the things that have been have been gone on that have happened in 2020 that we're actively still dealing with. And uh, man, it's a crazy, crazy time right now. So just want to check your gratitude real quick uh, that uh, there's a lot to be grateful for, even in times of chaos. And uh, we're going to jump into some of that today. Let's start the show. That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I kind of feel like singing right now on this episode, so... Let's just sing a little bit. Whoa, did you hear that? That was awesome. I feel like I can sing. What is the deal with the, the, the howling in there? I don't get it. There it is. I used to sing a little bit. You know that. You're never bringing it down off there that's okay though what's up how are you guys doing good to be here today i'm shane raymer you're listening to that sober guy podcast we help people stay sober be sure to check us out at that you can connect with us on instagram at real that sober guy on twitter at shane raymer on parlor at real that sober guy that's if you love america as much as i do <laughs> but great to have you here today great to be sober today like I said, a lot going on right now. The city of Vacaville here, Fairfield, Solano County, really all of Northern California has been hit with like, I don't know, when I checked yesterday, it was like over 92 fires going on at once. Uh, I was going to share a little bit about our experience this week and and kind of what happened and, um, you know, turn that into how do we look at, how do we be grateful and still express gratitude and still say stay sober in times of chaos, man, in times where there's things that we just can't control no matter how much we don't agree with them or don't understand them or don't want to face them, whatever the situation is. Um, man, I apologize. I'm promise I'm not being dramatic right now. There's literally, it's so smoky and ash outside and I'm, my studio is set up in the uh, garage out here, uh, connected to the house. Obviously most garages are connected to the house as mine is, which is completely irrelevant. Why would you even say that Raymer? I don't know, but it's smoky as shit still outside and in the garage, my throat's a bit sore. Um, it's a little raspy. My nose is a bit stuffy. Um, it's, Man, it's just been crazy the last few days around here. And uh, well, let's start with this. I, I took a uh, I took a clip. It's just a two minute clip here um, from uh, let's see ABC Ten News. 
that they just did this report a few what is it few few hours ago it looks like that it's called the LNU is what they're calling it lightning complex fire update I mean I've never seen lightning dry lightning in the middle of August out here in California this is the first time I've ever seen it it's completely crazy um, but apparently that's what has sparked off a lot of these fires and not all of them but a, a good majority of them but uh, I wanted to play this real quick just to give you a better instead of sitting here trying to do it like take all these notes and get, I just didn't have time for that today. It's just been too insane. Um, so let me play this. So you can get an idea of what we're talking about here. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about um, our, you know, kind of what we've been going through the last few days in, in thinking we're going to evacuate and then friends and family actually evacuating a fire burning all around us and just crazy, crazy stuff going on. Check this out real quick. Good morning, guys. Kevin John here with ABC 10. I'm currently in Solano County, just west of Vacaville off Lion Road. And as you can see this morning, things are a bit more calmer than they were yesterday when this fire just wreaked havoc out here. Um, you'll still see a few little small fires like this one behind me burning, but really you'll just see a lot of ashes kind of all over the ground. Uh, you can see in the distance behind me there, it looks like the only thing left standing at this particular uh residence is a swing set also in the distance there you'll see what appears to be some kind of structure that unfortunately was burnt this is what he's talking about just pause it real quick this is kind of on the outskirts of vacaville right when you're coming in in a place called cherry glen which um it's like the next exit is the first exit of vacaville so it's vacaville it's still kind of considered country um we have a lot of brown brown grass and a lot of hills we're kind of tucked in a valley um you know jess and i live downtown right right smack in the middle of downtown vacaville so you know surrounding us is um hills and so basically it, it just surrounded the whole the whole area to the ground but uh yes the lnu lightning complex fire has really wreaked havoc it's burned over a hundred thousand acres uh fortunately uh, this morning fast. firefighters do have a better containment of it than when everything uh started yesterday let me just say to our firefighters our police officers, our first responders, man, their their resources are spread so thin in California just because there's so many so many different fires going on. So I was saying to my buddy yesterday, it's kind of like playing whack-a-mole where you, you whack one and then boom, another one pops up. We even had reports that people were starting these fires. And I mean, who knows? Who really knows at this point? We're living in a crazy time, but let me finish this up. He's just going to tell you a little bit more about it, and then we'll, we'll move on. Also, um, in addition to the amount of just ashes, spot fires, and uh, destruction that's left around, we also saw quite a few power lines that are down. I'm actually going to walk up here and show you uh, a power line uh, that is down, blocking the road, actually. Another thing I just wanted to say as well is the air quality in uh, Solano terrible. County, particularly Vacaville, Fairfield Absolutely area terrible. is not the best. So just want to remind anyone that has an N95 <laughs> to make sure that they uh, put that on before they go out. Now, here is the power line that I was talking about. This is right off uh, Lion Road here. As you can see, it is blocking uh, the, uh, the the street now obviously the power is turned off here so um, you know as well as most of the power is actually turned off for the majority of uh, the county as you come up and down here but just a lot of destruction left we will continue to keep you guys updated on abc10.com also I just spoke with the fire chief here in Vacaville they will be making an announcement shortly after 8 a.m. on which evacuation orders will be lifted I know a lot of people are anxious to get back inside of their homes so we will 
will continue to uh, keep that information coming to you. Yep. Good job. Good stuff. Shout out to Kevin John from ABC 10 for that quick little report this morning. But, um, you know, hey, I just kind of wanted to give you a little bit of context before I kind of dive into, uh, you know, to, to what happened in the last couple of days. And more importantly, like why I'm so thankful and grateful that I am sober through this time, even though it's it's hard sometimes, like when you are feeling all these emotions and it's much easier. And this goes for no matter what you're going through. Maybe you're going through financial stuff or uh, a loss of a loved one or work thing where you can't find a job or you hate your job or your family relationship issues in a marriage or, or with being a parent, whatever the hell it is, is what I'm saying is like, we have to feel a fire, you know, like we have to feel those emotions. Like I had a lot of adrenaline going the last couple nights and like fear, you know, not knowing what's going to happen as I'm running, you know, around the house, trying to, uh, trying to like, just figure out what's going on. And, and it's just insane, but I can't imagine doing that or having to do that intoxicated. I wouldn't be able to. I would I would absolutely crumble in something like that and uh it it would not be it would not be pretty. Um so, you know, so cut well let's let's kind of go down the list here really quick and and let's talk about some of the things in this year already that not just myself, but this pertains to a lot of us just throughout the country and throughout the world, really. We've had a virus that's that's really shaken things up, right? We've had schools close. We've had businesses close. Um, COVID nineteen massive, uh, the the massive mental health impact that that's had over the last few months on people. We've had protests. We've had rioting. We've had looting. Um, now we have fires all throughout our state. I mean, we're getting hit with a barrage of shit right now that is um, that is not easy at all to deal with. Uh, a lot of people are struggling financially. A lot of people are losing, uh, their homes, you know, just a, a quick, a quick shout out. And speaking of that, we had, you know, some friends lose their home in the fire and it's just at, like, what do you say? What do you say to somebody who just lost everything in a, in a fire, you know, other than God, like, I'm so sorry. I, I love you guys. And we're here for you, you know, whatever we can do. And, and, and they have a lot of support. Those friends that did lose that or lose their home. But, um, how do you find gratitude in that? And, and, and my, my buddy who did actually was able to do that. I mean, in the text that he sent back is like there, there was some way and I don't have it in front of me and I'm not going to read it or anything verbatim, but it was something along the lines of just the gratitude. And we heard a lot of people saying this, just the gratitude of being safe, having their family, um, you know, yeah, stuff is stuff and we can get that back. But at the same time, you know, you're still dealing with that. And so when we're dealing with these certain situations, how do we stay sober? Number one, because we don't want to feel this stuff. If we're, you know, whether we're seven, six, seven years in 10 years in, or just a couple of days in, and then how do we find gratitude in that? You know, and it's, it's not an easy thing, but we have a choice to do so in that. You know, we have a choice to, um, you know, to, uh, to feel the way, the way that, that, that we, that we want to feel. And sometimes it can be over overwhelming where, oh, excuse me, man, my nose is just, and my throat is on, on hit right now. So I apologize if I, if I'm a little stuffy and sniveling and, and, and 
and whatnot. We used to have a coach, Randy, Randy V. I won't say his last name, but um, baseball coach and everything would be and whatnot. And we're going to go over here and do you understand and grab the ball and whatnot. <laughs> we used to make fun of him all the time. Oh, is Randy going to say what <laughs> and whatnot? So if you find yourself later on the day saying and whatnot, or if you ever say that, number one, tell yourself I'm never going to say that again because it's stupid. And number two, you can think of Coach Randy and whatnot. See, got it. How do we stay sober? How do we stay grateful? Um, you know, through all of this shit that's going on right now. I also had an article I brought up today. Uh, it was titled CDC, uh, according to CDC, details COVID-19's massive mental health impact that uh, I wanted to touch on a little bit too. But uh, before we get into that, I wanted to share a little bit. I hope you don't mind uh, sharing of, of this, what's kind of been going on the last couple of days as it pertains to the fire and why I'm so grateful that uh, that I am able to handle this to the best of my ability and not drink because of it. Um, so on, th- on Sunday... Sunday, early, early morning, I'm talking like 3 a.m., I think, just, you know, earlier this week, we got woke up by like 50 mile an hour winds. It's literally like somebody hits a switch and these winds just come on. Like, like Vacaville gets windy. I've seen it get windy before, but it is like in the last couple of years, it's gotten crazy windy out here. And um, we had, it's the middle of August, right? We, we have a heat wave right now. There's been rolling blackouts all throughout Um uh, Northern California because it's been like 111 the last couple of days. And well, I think that was the peak one day, but 105, 106, 111 on Monday. So Sunday rolls around and same thing. It's like 105 plus and there's like all these dry lightning storms. And so we're like, man, what is, you know, I've never seen lightning in the middle of August out here. And apparently there's been like 10,000 lightning strikes in the past couple of days and so we had heard that some of these small fires had started by monday and um and on let's see i'm, I'm like i'm so messed up on the days now yeah i think i think they started monday and then into tuesday um into tuesday we everything was cool throughout the day sorry my brain is just like it's like mush right now um everything throughout the day like i went to work like we did everything it was cool it was a little bit weird and and by by monday night it uh it had started to get smoky a little bit and so i'm like man what what is uh you know what's this is kind of odd or whatever and and started kind of paying attention to it a little bit but it wasn't that big of a deal it was just like a couple small fires and um and if you guys have heard anything about the last you know, the last few years out here in Northern California, like we've had some massive fire and Southern California too, but I don't live down there. So that's, I, I see it firsthand up here. Um, Sonoma, uh, Santa Rosa, Napa, you get a lot, there's been a lot of fires and, uh, even up, up, uh, up North. And so it's like, it's nothing, it's nothing new. It's, it's kind of sad that that you have to say, Oh, it's nothing new that there's like these fires. Cause they're, they're crazy. Um, so we're, we're used, we're somewhat used to it as, uh, you know, we're getting used to it as, um, it's kind of what I'm getting at, but Tuesday rolls around and Tuesday by Tuesday evening, it starts getting really, really smoky, like really smoky where I'm starting to notice. I'm like, man, this kind of look, this doesn't look good. 
And um, so I, you know, I, I am a big proponent of being as prepared as possible and having resources available and generator and water and protection, all that stuff. I'm not talking about condoms either. Um, so, you know, I, I, I have always been like that. And so I start, that's what my mind goes into. Okay. So, you know, if we get evacuated, earthquake, fire, whatever the hell is going down riots, I mean, who knows at this time, right? Like so much going on. And so I kind of started getting some things together and, uh, and just put my, my alert bell went off, you know, and just kind of gave me, gave me the, the, the stank eye look to like, what, what do you do? I mean, cause we, we hadn't heard anything about any of this. All that happened was a little smoke. We didn't hear anything about, the, we have Lake Berryessa, which is up above, um, winters. I don't know. It's, it's about a 30 minute drive from here. It's not too far. And so there's fires up there sometimes, but that's, that's kind of the general area where this had started at. And so you can see it starting to come down into the valley, the smoke. And so we end up going to bed and about 2 a.m. Um, I get well about two, yeah, 2 a.m., 2.15. I wake up just on a on a dime because I, th- I think it, the dog wanted to go out and use the bathroom. And so I kind of got up. I was half asleep and I opened the door to go outside and it's hella smoky. And I'm like, holy shit, like what is going on? So I bring the dog back in and I go look out the window and like you could see that it's like there's ash coming down. And so I go out front and I look down the street and there is um, there's all kinds of there's like cars like we live right in downtown Vacaville. And in at 2 a.m. it's three, you know, anytime around after midnight especially with all that's going on right now, it is dead. It's like a ghost town down there. Like bars aren't open, like nothing's open. So it's usually just, it's, there's nothing going on. And I look down my street and I can see down, uh, right. You know, just a, a, like two blocks down that there's hella cars going down. I'm like, what the, what is going on right now? Well, I look to the other side and it's just glowing orange. And I'm like, holy shit. There's that fire is like close. And so, turn the scanner on and I start listening and it turns out that the cars that were coming down and then I check my phone and and my boy uh, who lives just just on right on the north side of me says that they're all being evacuated and that uh, the area is being evacuated and um, you know people people are panicking and there's fire so I'm like holy shit so Jess wakes up and um, you know we kind of start checking it out and figuring out what we're going to do. I get dressed, start packing the car up. Cause I don't know if we're going to have to evacuate at this point. We haven't, we haven't gotten the mandatory vac because like I said, we're downtown, but very close to us is the outskirts and, and that's where the fire's coming from. So a lot of the housing developments there and beyond that in the country got evacuated too, um, you know, or that's where they started to, but we start getting the stuff packed up and, um, you know, man, there's a lot of adrenaline. There's a lot of, there's a lot of thought and a and f- little bit of fear and a little bit of, uh, training your kind of your training kicks in. I'll call it even recovery training because it has been in, 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 in preparation training where you got to know to, to stay calm. And it's, it's hard to do in a situation like where you don't really know what's, what's going to happen or, you know, especially when you have kids and so let, let me just stop right there. Number one, and just say again, how grateful I am to be sober 
in this time right now. And I, I, I just want to point that out because whatever you're going through right now, um, if, if you're feeling it's hot and there's a fire that's got to be put out and I'm using that metaphorically for whatever it is that you're going through, like you're in the heat of the moment, just take a step back and breathe a little bit and just, just know that you're going to get through it. Know that it's going to work out just how it's supposed to and that you can handle it. Like God created you to handle it and to be able to handle it. And, um, we do that by giving it up. We do that by giving it up and, and, and letting it go and just doing the best we can in that moment. If that makes sense, it's not by controlling every little thing and freaking out and panicking with whatever it is that you're going through. Same with the fire. I could have, I could have not been prepared, right? No preparation and just totally lost my shit and not taking care of my family in the moment and just drank myself numb because there was a fire barreling down the mountain into our community that was potentially going to kill us all and, and burn all of our stuff. Like, I mean, that's where your mind can go in a situation like that. But due to the fact that I can be sober today and, and handle that, um, I don't have to, I don't have to do that. You know, I can collect myself and calmly, calmly handle it. So, you know, let me get back to the story real quick. I'll, 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 uh, I want to tell you a little bit more about it and then we'll kind of touch on some gratitude stuff. And then I might hit this, this COVID-19, uh, mental health impact. Cause I think it all ties together into this. Like, how are we handling situations of chaos in, in the moment, no matter what it is? Um, so anyways, we get the car packed up. I get everything, um, inside that we need to do, you know, water, all that stuff. And the kids are awake by this point because they're wondering what the hell is going on. By this time it's, it's, it's like three 30 in the morning, four o'clock. And, um, you know, Jess and I are still trying to like determine what the hell we're going to do. Are we going to leave? Are we going to stay? And, uh, so I actually took a drive. I actually, I said, you know what, let me hop in the car right now it's probably about 4am. Let me drive down and, and see if anyone needs some help, see what is going on with my own two eyes it, because it was, it's so smoky. It's hard to see anything except glowing orange and smoke from our house. So I hop in the car and I drive down, uh, our main, st- main street, which turns into buck, which is right you know near us. And what one funny thing I noticed is it's, it's 4am and roughly 4 a.m., the the city, there's a fire barreling towards the city right on the outskirts that's that's insane. And here's some dude with his shirt off and his uh, and his headphones just taking a nice yog down the old street. I'm just yogging. No big deal. With smoke everywhere and fire burning, I'm just getting my yog. And I guess you got to hand it to him, and he's getting it. Uh, but I thought that was quite, quite odd and interesting. In any case, I keep driving, and... I go down and uh, I get down to uh, to just a couple blocks to a street called Orchard, uh, and that's where North Orchard got evacuated. And I know you guys don't know the, any of these street names; you probably don't give a shit. But I, just, I, I apologize. Okay, it's <laughs> it's our area, so I kind of know it. But that's where people are getting evacuated from. So I drive down there. It's pitch black because there's no power. Everything's out. It's eerie as shit. It's glowing orange. Like man, what a time to panic and just just be scared. Right. And I'd be a liar if I said there wasn't a little bit of fear. Absolutely. Definitely a little bit of fear there. Um, I could feel it in my gut creeping in, but once again, turning back to the training, 
to recovery training, to preparation training, to um, trusting in God that there's a process and that whatever happens is just supposed to be. And as crazy as that sounds, it brings some peace and some joy. Well, not really much joy in that moment, more peace where you can collect yourself and kind of think, you know, so man, that was just, I'm, I'm just looking back on this. And after I talked to, to buddy a little bit this morning about it, you know, he kind of mentioned just the grat, the gratitude too. And I heard so many people, even on the news that people were interviewed that almost lost their homes or did lose, uh, their homes or their livestock or a garage. You know, there's one guy in particular that I remember he lost his, lost the garage and they saved his house, but the garage went with the cars in it, whatever. but still shit is shit. Turds are turds. That's not what I meant. Stuff is stuff. <laughs> stuff is stuff. It can be replaced. You know, lives can't. And uh, the gratitude in that, in whatever situation we're in, we can always find some gratitude in it. We just have to choose to do so. And uh, so, man, we get back home and l- l- let me kind of, let me wrap it up uh, like this. I-, I mentioned that we have, you know, some people that lost their homes and, and we're praying for them. We're praying for our community, for, um, you know, everyone around us, everyone in the state even too, but in particularly friends, family that have been affected like this. I just want to give another shout out to our, uh, fire. Um, you probably hear the helicopter flying. There's been helicopters all over the place and planes. And man, I just hope that I hope this stuff is done, but it's still scary. Like it is like, you're still, you still don't know. You're still, we're still on edge as of today, even, even though the fire part of it has moved and it's still, this thing is still 0% contained. Uh, It's called the Hennessy fire. If you want to look it up and and see a little bit about it, there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube and, um, and reports and stuff as I made national news, but um, we're just grateful that we're safe. We're grateful that our friends and family, even the ones that lost stuff in this, that they're safe. Um, I'm so grateful that I'm sober through this stuff. And I owe that to the fact of just putting in the work and having great people that I've been able to be blessed to be around that, uh, you know, a network, a community of people, you know, we, uh, we rolled out my, my homie Josh and his pop lives out in the country. And so we had to roll out to, uh, to get a generator out there. And man, it was, you know, this was during the daytime. So I guess I skipped ahead a little bit as the, as the sun came up, now we could start to see kind of what was going on. So I, I, once I came back home from the 4am outing, I took another little trip out, uh, down the road to actually see. And I mean, it was, it was burning big time, really close to homes right down the street and, uh, coming in fast. And, uh, by the end of the day, it ended up switching. They evacuated Travis Air Force Base. I mean, it was, um, they, they jumped the freeway. Man, there's some video on YouTube. You can see um, Vacaville Fire Jumps Freeway. Or I, I don't know the exact title, but if you typed it in YouTube, I'm sure one of the videos would pop up. But there was people literally stuck on the freeway as this fire was jumping the freeway going over into Fairfield, which ended up going moving towards Travis Air Force Base. But um, not a good scene, not a good sight. And, uh, I'm glad that as of right now, the, the seems to be the, the, the fire flame part of it is over, but not like the aftermath. Right. And that I would relate that to the aftermath of a lot of the destruction that we cause in, uh, in our addictions, 
Like we're like fires burning through towns and we burn through people and we burn through resources and we burn through opportunities and we bur- we're like a we're we're like a firestorm when we're active in that addiction that that mindset and we destroy a lot of things just like a fire and you know once it's all done and once maybe we make that decision that we got to get sober and and we need to change man now we got to deal with the aftermath of that and we got to we we got to figure out how how we're going to fix it or how we're going to change it or how we're going to surrender to it even more and so that's the stage we're in right now with this fire is we're in the cleanup well not even the cleanup stage yet there's still like the 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 shock stage i think um but now we got to assess the damage you know and that that takes time it takes patience and same thing in recovery once we figured out that we want this fire this firestorm to be put out you know we have to step back and and take a look and assess the damage on what what we've done what what havoc that we've wreaked on erect on whatever word that is that we've wrecked on people on places on things and now we have to show up and put the work in to fix it you know and that's where it gets difficult and let me tell you this it doesn't happen overnight it's a it's a it's an ongoing process recovery is a lifestyle it's not something that just happens for a couple weeks and then you quit drinking or using drugs and everything's fine and and great. It just doesn't work like that. So man, like I, I think it's a great analogy, you know, in the fact of we're actively dealing through all these fire. I'll put fires in quotes, whatever, whatever metaphor you want to use for your fire you know, whether it's getting sick, whether it's business closure, financial, whatever fire we're trying to put out or a literal fire like we've just had in Vacaville, like we have to assess it. You know, first, first we got to deal with it. We got to figure out how to, how to put it out and then we got to assess it. And then we have to start the cleanup process. And, uh, it's not, it's not easy. It's a massive affair. A lot of times, you know, in doing this, it's a lifelong affair as it says in the book, you know, and, and, and we want to practice the principles that we learn in, in 12 step in church in in group in community from each other, whatever, whatever it is, we want to practice these in, in all of our doings, all of our affairs throughout life, you know, throughout our day-to-day interactions. And it's not easy, you know? So, so where are we at today with this? You know, as far as the fire sits, um, you know, like I said, the flames have kind of died down a little bit. Um, I, you know, was able to, to lend a, a little bit of hand here and there. I wish I could have helped more, you know, but um, they're, they're really in a situation like that. It's just like, wow, like what, what do you do except, you know, help the best you can, take care of your family, take care of your friends, um, do everything that you can. Um, and so now <clears throat> it sits with a lot of smoke, a lot of ash, like I mentioned, and, uh, you know, it's like, okay, now, like Jess and I were talking earlier, it's like, okay, now we just go back to normal. We just, okay, cool. We're just back to normal now. Like, I don't, I don't really get it. Like our friends' homes just burned down. Like our city's in chaos. Um, everything's weird. Like we still have this virus shit going on. Um, schools are just like all this stuff, man. And it's just like, it's so like 2020 
has been a year to fucking remember that I hope I forget as soon as I can. Like, but I'll never forget at the same time, you know, and, and through it all, through it all, what is the positive in that? And there are some positive things for sure. And that's my choice to look at that perspective because I bitch about it. Trust me, but I know better. I know when I'm doing it. I'm not perfect. I know the contrary to that. The better option is to see the, 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 the good things in, in even chaos, you know, and, and, and gratitude and, and being happy that my family is healthy and still here. And man, like, you know, our, our stuff, you know, didn't get affected in this, in this thing, at least, you know, which is, but which is dumb anyways, like it's stuff, but I'm just, I'm trying to look at the positive things that have, that have gone on. And, and so when we look at that same analogy through the recovery lens, what good things have came out of the chaos that, your life has been or was or is, you know, and, and, and some of those good things, maybe it's hard to see a lot, a lot of what any good, how any good could come out of decisions that have been made or past relationships that have been broken or, um, businesses that have been lost or, um, you know, just, just feeling intoxicated and overwhelmed and exhausted at that. What, what you're saying, what good could pot? Well, what good could possibly come of that? Well, there's good in the fact that number one, we're still alive. And number two, now if we step back, we can see that we were going through that, or maybe we're actively going through this for a reason so we can make changes, so we can help others, so we can see the goodness that God can really do in our lives. You know, I mean, that is up to us to see through that lens. We can choose to bitch about stuff, which I, I'm guilty of. I know we can choose to make changes. We can choose to actively take action and do stuff, which I try to do my, to my best of my ability too. I'm sure you do too. But sometimes it's just confusing. Sometimes we don't know what to do, you know? And so as we kind of wrap up today, I think I'm going to skip this article today because my throat's just killing me right now. And I'm, I'm, uh, it's been a long week, but I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I appreciate you guys writing in, sending me messages, um, you know, and I, I, I just, I want to encourage you guys to stay connected, stay in community. If you need help, you know, you can reach out to promises. Oh, excuse me. You can reach out to promises at any time info all on that sober slash get help as well as, the, the Zoom meetings are on there. There's other resources on there that you can reach out to too. If you want that Zoom meeting, the login info, it's every night at 6 p.m. Pacific. Um, it's something to log into to, to stay connected right now. Whatever fire is going on in your life right now, um, you know, like just know that you're not alone and that you can get through it and that it's a process and uh, it's, a, it's up to you to make that decision. Nobody can do it you can do it for you. And it takes time and it takes patience, patience. Like I feel, you know, sometimes people will send me messages and I, I feel like they're looking for this magic answer that, that it just happens overnight. And it doesn't, you know, it, it go, it, it's, it's, this is a lifelong journey. It's a lifestyle. And, and it's just like the fire, the cleanup of this fire that has just wreaked havoc on our community and around us. It doesn't, it doesn't clean itself up overnight. There's a lot of, people, community, um, time, energy, money, 
all those things that have to come together for people to help and to, to clean up and to, to repair and build their lives back. Even though the ones, even the ones that lost their homes, they have to build that life back. You got to build your life back. If you've been, um, affected, you know, by, by addiction or alcoholism and it's ruined things in your life. You know, so uh, I hope some of this makes sense today, man. It was really off the cusp. I didn't do a lot of pre-production on this today. Um, I just wanted to share a little bit about what's been going on in in our our city and um, in my recovery a little bit. I hope that I, something I said spoke to you and that helped you. Um, if it's anything, just let it know. Let it be known that that you're not alone. That you can stay sober. You can live a better lifestyle. Um, you can do all that. You know, but uh, you, you got to want to do it yourself and you got to get some help. At least in my experience, I had to get some help. I know that I couldn't do it alone. And and in the end, you know, almost seven, I'll have seven years sober, God willing, next month in September, September 11th. And, uh, you know, I just thank God every day for all the blessings. And, you know, one at the top, obviously my family um, but sobriety too, where I'm able to handle business like a, like a man, you know, and take care of business and lead his family, uh, through this crazy ass time right now to the best of my ability. I ain't perfect, but I'm able to do that because, um, of the gift of being sober and, and being sober minded and being able to, um, you know, logically think about stuff and, 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 and trust me, my logic is fucked sometimes, but, um, at the same, excuse the F word, man, I've been trying to stop that. I've been actually, I've been dropping a lot of F bombs lately. I'm just going to say it because obviously not on the show, but in general, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's almost like a, uh, it's like a release almost. It just, oh, it just feels good sometimes. I'm sure for those of you who, drop those f-bombs too you know what i'm saying and for those of you who don't like the f-bombs i get it too i don't like them either and and sometimes they slip and, and trust me jess lets my ass know but um it's just been crazy and sometimes man sometimes it's just like i don't know what to do but i know that i'm gonna do what comes next in that moment and and i just i kind of give it up and and just trust that i'm doing the right thing because I don't know all the time, but I have the gift of sobriety. Once again, you can have that too. You can have it too. If I can do it, you can do it. Uh, so I appreciate you guys listening today. Uh, if you need any help, like I said, go to that soberguy.com, click on the get help tab, uh, connect with us on Instagram at real that sober guy on Twitter at Shane Raymer. Love you guys. Stay connected. Keep in touch in your own communities. Whatever it is that you got to stay plugged into. Pray for Vacaville. Pray for Solano County for our entire state. California is a mess right now. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean.